0: beautiful human thanks for letting us into your ears today we are about to catch up with john mendez he has a brand new song out it's called summer of love it's produced by tiny we're going to get into the inspiration what he's been up to his life with camila and a whole lot more but please share this podcast with those you care about hit subscribe and know that today's conversation is sponsored by total wireless do amazing Hello, beautiful human. My my name is Zach. Uh, That's Dan. And uh, that's Sean Mendez. Hey,
1: what's up, guys? You look good. Thanks, man. I feel good. I'm in New York. I got this crazy striped shirt on. I'm feeling, trying to be fun, trying to just have fun and and enjoy right now, you know?
0: I mean, obviously, you want to enjoy all moments, as many moments in life, but. Why is this moment different than ones in the past? Obviously, we're in a release week footing, but uh,
1: is it different? I think so. I think it's like coming out of a time where I felt like music and like live connection was obviously has obviously been really suppressed, and I feel like musically wanting to just do something that washes over you and and creates a feeling of it almost has a sense of nostalgia, and it has a sense of like passion and excitement and love and it feels just like a kind of like hey like don't forget about this this feeling that can kind of happen and for me like a lot of right now is really just kind of remembering how amazing this career is and like even like just remembering how amazing fan interaction is like getting pumped to take selfies on the street again (laughs) it's like it's a good vibe
0: there's growth between your last body of work and summer of love like it sounds like you you've grown as a human being maybe not musically i mean yeah. it's definitely a different sound but like
1: yeah uh it, it honestly it's lighthearted. hearted like i didn't i didn't like wonder was deeply thought about deeply uh it had a deep intention this song was following a moment a feeling and, and a feeling in the heart and i think like both are are as important as each other you know
0: a feeling in the heart i mean so uh, does this song come After you have a realization, does it come because you feel like you need to put out a song? This song kind of just came like
1: because I was thinking about the kind of couple months I got to spend in the pandemic with Camila, and when time stopped, we were just almost still and kind of reverted back to. It felt like I say in the song feels like like we were eighteen again, and we are just like biking around and like the days were long and you could just like hear the cicadas and like, it was just like very reminiscent of being a teenager, you know, and it went in a a really amazing way.
0: You call it a delicate daydream. That, that makes sense to a certain degree because it's delicate because it could break easy and it can go away at any second.
1: It was totally that it was like a bubble of, of us and it could have been popped at any second by any, any type of like work or intrusion but it just didn't and it lasted a month or two and it's a it's a weird thing because it was such an uncomfortable awkward like terrifying time but at the same time the silver lining was we got to spend this really still time together you know
0: I mean obviously both of you are releasing things you know she's working you're working but you've always maintained this really incredible professional separation while being able to maintain this beautiful relationship that Clearly, yeah. I mean, dude, you've learned a lot over the summer, yes? About life
1: and love? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, and I think, like, for us, we were both doing this before we started dating, so this is just, like, as usual, and the dating part is the is the new kind of injection into our lives, and that part isn't so public, so... This is just like, we're used to it. And it's even better now because I get to be a part of her process and learn from her. And hopefully she gets to learn something from me and be a part of my process. And I feel like I get to like watch her create Don't Go Yet and watch her create this album that she's been working on. And like, it's just been an amazing process. And, and she's just like crazy talented. That's that's just the, the truth.
0: But But a really different seat for you to take an artist watching another artist make a body of work I mean you that's new
1: totally and it's rare too like you don't get to really be around an artist making their album 24 7 it's like a it's a really special thing I'm usually the artist making the album not being able to see what it's like when someone else is doing it you know it's like it's a it's a crazy roller coaster. Like it's up and down, and I don't like it. I I do like it. This sucks. This is amazing. This is not artistic. This is artistic. It's like we're pretty crazy.
2: <laughs> do you think watching her make her album and kind of her background? Do you think that kind of bled into your music and in, in Summer of Love and where you're going?
1: Absolutely. I mean, not even watching, but just like living in Miami and like being a part of more of a Latin culture and consuming Latin music. And just like you go to a coffee shop in Miami and reggaeton music is playing and you're hearing a song produced by Taney And like, <clears throat> it's all part of the, the the kind of the thing. So I felt so inspired to just like be in that world that I've been living in, you know?
0: Are you learning Spanish?
1: By the way, it's not Taney, it's Tiny. And I, I mispronounced his name. Okay. Am I learning Spanish? Um, yeah, I am. I actually, I think I, I can probably get by in some small ways because I was just in Spain filming a music video and I was actually able to really kind of communicate. It was really cool. I, <clears throat> don't that, challenge me now though because I won't, <laughs> I won't have nothing to say.
0: No, don't worry. But it is kind of cool and a little bit freeing when you go to a foreign country and you're able to communicate mm-hmm. locally. It's, and, a, it's, yeah. it's a crazy
1: feeling. It's like all of a sudden you just broke through a dimension wall that you didn't know existed. It's really weird
0: is this kicking off a new album for you or is this just a a kind of siloed out piece of art that you're just putting out there? It's
1: just a, it's just a piece of art for now, you know, it it might kind of grow into something else, but it's really just a, just a song that I hope everyone likes, you know, and it's just a a moment to feel excited. You know, the thing is, is like art is so amazing because, it can stand for as little or as much as you want it to really. And I think everything really serves a purpose. And for me, wonder was cathartic. And it was like really about diving deep into myself. And right now this is about enjoyment and and really harnessing a feeling. And it all kind of is different every time, you know?
2: Would you say the wonder era is pretty much over? After this release, I mean the one—the
1: Wonder Era—is never over. If you come on tour, um, <laughs> because it just starts right back up again. But I mean, it, I don't think it just depends on who you ask. You know, um, for me, it's a constant merge of all the eras. <clears throat> I still hold stitches in my back pocket, like like it's a part of me. You
0: know, because it is.
1: <clears throat> yeah, it really is.
0: I mean, every song you've put out is a part of you in some way. So, percent Are you touring? Are you thinking about it? Obviously. Yeah. You know, dreaming about it, but planning concretely for it or what?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think if everything starts to, if everything keeps going upwards um, and things open up more and more and more people are safely getting vaccinated and whatever happens, like we'll be able to just play shows again. And I think that's going to happen a lot sooner than people are expecting, you know?
0: I hope so. I miss live music Me too, man. By the way, I feel like fashion over the last few months, maybe last year has taken a different role in the way you create. Yes. Like it means something different to you. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I think I've just like taken a, a moment of like being a little bit more expressive and just like youthful and not really overthinking it too much. I think I held myself into an identity for a really long time. And I'm, I'm realizing that that identity is, it's a kind of a box sometimes if you're not careful.
0: Interesting. I mean, yeah. how, is fashion connected to the music you make? Is it obviously yeah, it's connected I mean, it's, to who it, you are? I think
1: it's deeply connected to how you feel and it's deeply connected to what you do and how you do it. So yeah, if you're dressing a certain way and that gives you some sort of different type of confidence for the day, then absolutely. Cause the, the song is going to come out completely different than if you just kind of kept your track pants and t-shirt on.
0: Do you feel more confident today than you've ever felt before?
1: No, I mean absolutely not. I think that that is that's a constant battle. Um, yeah, I've, I, I, yeah, no, definitely not.
0: <laughs> I mean, confidence tied to like the way somebody looks—it's true. It's it's attached to your appearance. Like you kind of wear it, you know. But it does shift. Yeah. It's a pendulum, man. Like
1: I mean, it's a pendulum, dude. I mean, it's it's confidence is is very fragile. It gets it gets destroyed by one little thing, and gets it takes like thousands of good things to build it up.
0: Do you need confidence to make art or would you rather be vulnerable? But is there confidence in I vulnerability?
1: Think, I, I mean, I think they are the same thing. I think being vulnerable is, is is being confident, you know? And I think that you need a certain amount of confidence to believe in yourself, not as much make art. I think it takes a lot of courage to believe in the fact that you're capable of doing something that other people might like. Um, and it's really important to like take that Chance on yourself because there's a lot of people in the world chances are a few of them are gonna like it, you know, and and at the end of the day, like it's just incredibly Soulfully healing when you make art and you take Mm -hmm. that chance to kind of, you know, go there
0: I'm gonna take art as being defined to most of what you do including like, dude, your Instagram aesthetic is really chef's gifts. There, <laughs> well, there is art to definitely. the outfits and the, the, the shoes. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> there definitely is. And then like people are really good at it. I'm just trying to learn from other people. But I mean, it's cool because social media has become, become its own culture and world and ling- language and everything is very complex and deep on it. And so it's fun to like dig in learn about it
0: it takes confidence though to post some of those photos i mean is there strategy behind your uh, beach water photo striped uh, I mean, bathing suit look there's nothing
1: strategized about it it's just a thirsty instagram photo <laughs> it's pretty black and it's pretty clear it's what a- it is you know, i mean I, I could have just posted this is a thirst cra- trap if i wanted to but i thought that was pretty obvious
0: it gets people talking though you know, it does. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, and it's like,
1: it totally does. And it creates just like a world. And, but the truth is, is that is not the real world. It's just the highlight. It's absolutely the highlight reel. It's the best photos we can take that day. And they get like, we're editing the coloring of
2: slightly to make it a little Mm
1: -hmm. more vibrant. It's like, nobody's living inside of that
2: moment. You know, how many photos did you take to take the perfect one? Because you got six million likes, so I think it worked.
0: <laughs> six that million one, photos. I was,
2: that one, honestly, that uh, I have to give a lot of credit to a
1: girl who works uh, on my team. Her name's Sylvie, and she is just kind of just on top of her iPhone photography, and she just <laughs> catches me in a lot of moments that feel really natural. So I. I I luckily don't worry about it too much because she's really on
0: it. By the way, uh, I feel like I know, I've know. i heard of Sylvie. as She is also from New Jersey, and I'm from New yes, Jersey. Yes, she is. Yeah, she, she's, she's the a, best. She's a, like a like we're proud to have her there. Um, <laughs> I, I speak on behalf of New Jersey. I don't know if you know <laughs> the entire state. Um, <laughs> your tattoos, are they obviously like they, they have meaning in your life. Have you gotten any recently?
1: I've gotten, this is a bit weird of a tattoo. It's good. It's just even weirder coming from me, but it says good boy. Oh. Um, and uh, it's really just like uh, a couple of my friends like uh, we, we do a lot of art together and just like the kind of just like a little inside joke we have. Um, so that was one. And I got my sister's name tattooed right here, oh, which is really nice. Aaliyah Maria is, her, is my grandmother's name and her middle name. It's
0: um, beautiful. But yeah, name.
1: those are my my latest ones, I think.
0: So connected to family and friends.
1: Yeah, I'm absolutely, I think that's like more more now than I feel like ever, to be honest with you, I'm I'm so aware of how important that is more than ever right now.
0: What do you attribute to that?
1: I think like spending time away from them, you know, and in feeling really low without them, you know, I am a person who's really super independent and wants to like take the world on, on his own and. I caught myself kind of just like low without my, my team, my support system, like my friends, my family, and the amount of energy that comes from like having real friends around is, is insane. How did you connect with Tiny? He is in Miami and I was just, I mean, I, I think over the last couple of years, his productions have been the most intriguing to me. They're the most, they're just very, they, they're very artful. They're very artistic. They remind me of, other producers that I really admire and I really wanted to connect with him. And I went into the studio. We did a bunch of kind of vibes and he took Summer of Love from being like a pop song, I think to something that feels like it's merging two worlds. Um, and it, it sits in a world that feels familiar yet unfamiliar for me. And it's just really exciting. I mean, I was I was just really excited to be a part of a track that sounded that interesting and unique
0: by the way like that's the right way to describe it because it does sound like a sean mendes record but it also doesn't at the same time it's this beautiful mix
1: yeah yeah it's, it's definitely it's a mix between i think pop and reggaeton and you're feeling the essence of reggaeton but you're hearing my voice which is which is creating a, a pop essence and i think there's something really beautiful and i also genuinely i'm such a fan of that genre of music and i wanted to work inside of it but in a place that felt authentic and and real and and tiny is such a kind of humble like amazing dude so i felt like that was the perfect way to transition and he's just like crazy talented honestly one of the most talented producers i've worked with
0: you said something during our last conversation you know, genius doesn't come every day, doesn't, you know, knock every day, but you know, you, you said something and it stuck with me because it's true. Like, you know, you can't Mm -hmm. expect yourself to be this prolific songwriting genius seven days a week.
1: No, 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 no. I don't know how that would work out in a real sense or even internally, you would drive yourself crazy.
0: Um, Yeah. You can't. But people do. So my question to you is, like, how are you creating today? Are you setting aside time every week to write? I mean, do you feel pressure of having to release something?
1: Totally. I mean, I'm constantly creating. Sometimes I'm creating out of anxiety of feeling like I have to create. Uh Sometimes I'm creating out of pure inspiration. I find that nowadays I am honestly probably struggling with searching for pure inspiration more than ever, I find, because the more I get, the more I fixate on culture and the more I fixate on social media and fixate on everyone's success, I struggle with finding my voice. And um, I go through phases like that. And I think that's always been present in my music because my music is very, like, not one-sided. I think it's all over the place. And it's, it's a part of the journey, you know? Losing your voice and finding it again and, and repeat.
0: Right now, do you feel like you've lost it?
1: No, 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 I don't mean lost it. I mean, I think, I think that sometimes you just go through lows and highs and Summer of Love felt like a high high, but that song was, was from a while ago and, and now it's it's finally coming out and I feel so proud of it, but I, the creative journey is daily, you know? You're, you're constantly yeah. waking up and comparing yourself to yesterday. So I think like, there's just lows and highs and you kind of have to be really present to appreciate those high moments because they're not always there.
0: You can't have the highs or the lows. Right? So like, do you feel like you get better work out of creating from anxiety or inspiration?
1: I definitely think coming from inspiration, um, anxiety has definitely created songs for me and they haven't been enjoyable to make out of anxiety, you know? Um, the most fun is pure inspiration. The most fun is when I'm hidden away in a cabin in upstate New York, and I'm and I'm making an album. Like that—that's when songs that I think last forever really
0: come. Have you released songs made out of anxiety before?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I think part of being authentic is allowing yourself to express from all sides, and that might mean expressing from anxiety at times. You know.
2: Where did you write Summer of Love? It doesn't sound like a song that would be written in a cabin. No,
1: no. That was in Miami. I was in Miami at, at Tiny Studio. And that song came from pure inspiration and also just a sense of freedom like and confidence. I think Tiny was so encouraging and made me feel like I could do something like this song. And you can hear it in the way I'm singing. You can hear it in the performance and even
2: the lyrical content. It just feels very free. You said it was a almost like a pop song before Tiny completely got on it. Did you not like how it sounded as a pop song? Or did you you not feel like it was done?
1: I thought that it was amazing. I just thought it wasn't enough. Like I thought there had to be something that was more unique to, to release into the world to hopefully inspire change and, and excitement, you
0: know, you talk about change and you do have a lot of different foundations, you know, I mean, everything from like, you have a hand in water to like, I'm pretty sure you were doing stuff with like, weren't you bringing music to children? Like my knowledge on it is very loose, but you've done a lot of stuff to spark change.
1: No, I mean, honestly, one of the most amazing things about being in my position is being able to hire a team that can not only kind of fill me with knowledge about these issues and these causes, but also act on them, Um, even act on them without me even having to be a part of it. And I think it's really not about like taking the credit as that I'm doing those things. It's about being like, no, there's a whole team behind the foundation and behind all of this work who work daily to help me achieve something and change. And I think that that's another thing too, because that's an entirely Different world that takes a long time to learn about,
0: and a lot of the questions that we were getting on Twitter when we kind of gave everybody a hint that we were talking was about like the change you want to make on the world. Like people are very aware of the larger. I mean, music is a part of the larger mission, but there is something yeah. bigger and, and very tangible. You know, that's I'm not saying again Absolutely. that music is tangible, but you get what I'm saying. No, no, I know exactly what you're saying. Absolutely,
1: and I, I think that it's. It's, it's hard to find the balance where you're achieving your greatest kind of purpose, you know? And for me, a lot of it just comes from inspiring people and kind of giving people that energy to achieve and be the, their greatest selves to change the world. I think it really starts at a small, a small level like that. But the truth is, is that culture and pop culture, no matter how much slack it gets, has such a loud voice and has moved mountains and is always capable of moving mountains. And it's really important for me to one, play and have fun with culture and to respect it, but also to use it and let it be a megaphone for things that need to be heard. And I think that is really where artists have been for so long is megaphones for important messages to be heard and also them for them to be heard in ways that are unique and that feel like they're really kind of resonating with you and i think like that's the ultimate goal you know
0: 100 percent. can i ask an obvious question are are you vaccinated
2: yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) yeah It's cool to be vaccinated, what, what, come on, you know, pe- people yeah. know that Sean Mendes is vaccinated, they may go get vaccinated.
2: I'm vaccinated. Maybe, yeah,
1: come, come do that, do that, and, get, and come to the show, like, that's how it's gonna happen. It's kind of what you need. It's just like, yeah, it's kind of what you need, it's the truth.
2: Sean, <laughs> in Summer of Love, in one of the lyrics you say, meditation and tequila calling you my senorita, was that an intentional <laughs> reference to your and Camila's song, senorita? Uh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah no. Yeah, a, yeah, that okay. was definitely intentional. I think I was meditation is like a daily part of my coping mechanism and also tequila. Occasionally is a big <laughs> part of it. It makes a little bit of both and, and you and I feel like I have a good good thing going on over here. So but the Cinderita reference was definitely just me trying to be a little bit slick.
0: <clears throat> what is your favorite tequila?
1: Um I, I don't know, but I, I drink a lot of Don Julio in nineteen forty two. Okay. But that's a, I mean, that's a, that just really shows you how privileged I am that I just, I was going
0: to say, that's like (laughs) a celebration uh, bottle. Uh, but it could be a daily drinker. If you know, you work hard. I don't daily
1: drink 1942. I don't (laughs) daily drink, (laughs) but I, I daily meditate. That's for sure.
0: Big fan of the calm collab. Bravo. Thank you.
2: Thanks man. Yeah. That was a good one.
0: Summer of love, by the way, link in the description below, if you want to listen to it, uh, final thoughts for Sean Mendes, Daniel, what do you got?
2: One other lyric I wanted to ask about is when you said, didn't know how much I need you, hate it when I have to leave you. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the first time while you guys were like quarantined or together all the time where you kind of went your separate ways? You're like, well, I kind of, kind of, kind of want her back Yeah. Now.
1: In the middle of that, she flew back to England to do a, to finish her movie. And oh, Cinderella. Yes, yeah, Cinderella. Cause we just became super, I think, codependent on each other and it was just kind of horrible i was in la working and she was in london working and like we were doing great stuff but at the same time like just was shitty without each other you know and then when she came back we binged game of thrones and that was great that was the best (laughs) moments ever
0: (laughs) the whole series
1: yeah oh yeah yeah the whole series (laughs)
0: holy bravo (laughs) sean mendes i really do appreciate you really always taking the time and you know thank you for putting music out there uh yeah you guys more Thank i hope
2: we guys. see you in person next time this is two zooms in a row where are you
1: guys right now are you you're in la or new york We're Los
0: Angeles. well it's yeah los angeles but the first place we ever met was new york city
1: but yeah i was gonna say like the first time we, we did an interview was in new york yes <laughs> yeah i remember yeah so you never you never do stuff in new york anymore
0: <laughs> very rare like super rare yeah. i'm from new maybe jersey we'll, though maybe, maybe so.
1: we should come back to new jersey and do something there that'd be kind of fun
0: yo my
1: nails just right set now? set like a mic up and, and we should what, <laughs> we should just set a mic up in your childhood home and go do something there.
0: Sean, don't f*** with me right now. <laughs>
1: I'm serious. That'd be fun. I'd oh that, that, love to do that.
0: Yeah. We can start in Wayne and then make our way to Toronto. Sounds and great. Planes on me. We should do that. All right. Let's do it. I really appreciate <laughs> you doing this always. Thank you so much. Yeah, and uh, always, guys. kiss New York City for me. Thank you.
1: I will. I will. She's right here. Uh, okay. Oh. you guys want to see. Oh, uh, Oh, look at her. Oh, my God. She I miss great. you so much. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Have an amazing <laughs> right, day. Appreciate you guys. Later, yeah, Sean. Love, dude. Bye.
0: See you later. Bye. Hey, hey, beautiful human. You made it through our conversation with Sean Mendez. Thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate you. Please subscribe to this podcast. Share it with those you care about. And let us know who we should invite on the show next. At Zach Sang Show on any form of social media. Please be safe, hug your family if you can, and don't go to jail. Have an amazing day. Keep listening to music because it helps make the world go round. Peace and love.